Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Nicole BZ, and you are listening to You Know Everything. Because you do. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for continually putting up with my uh, quote unquote intros. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe like, let me know. Do you think I should record a proper intro? Am I doing myself a disservice or does everyone just get past them exactly like me? I know we're not supposed to create the content we would necessarily consume, but if everyone just skips past all the intros and the commercials, I have to wonder, what's the point? But I digress. And that's when you know the intro is officially over. Today, we're going to talk about hating the business of business or what typically gets explained to me as the I suck at business phenomenon. So many of the people that I get to work with and support and talk to and learn from all have a very similar opinion that they suck at business. I think that like I suck at business and I hate business are two sides of the same coin. We are usually using one to justify the other, right? And at the end of the day, and okay, wait, before I get into this, let me let me warn you. Trigger warning, if you are not a capacity to be challenged, if you don't want somebody to call you out on your shit, I mean, I'm assuming you're listening to this because you know how I roll and that is in your face, <laughs> speaking the truth, dropping the truth bombs. And sometimes that's not easy to hear. I hope you know that I say everything with love, everything with respect. And for the most part, everything comes from experience in the sense that I actually had to very much confront all of the stuff that I jibber jabber on about and really understand how to not only overcome it for myself, but to be able to work with people in a way that is supportive to allow them to overcome their challenges. I used to think that if I can do it, anyone can. That's not true. And that's actually going to segue nicely into this conversation. So if you're ready, keep listening. If not, absolutely no judgment. I won't even know if you skip this. <laughs> so you do you, boo, support you how you need. So the the very popular, I hate business. I hate the business of business and or I suck at business. Here's the thing. When we decide that we're bad at something or we hate something, what we're essentially saying is, I'm not going to invest any more time or energy into this. Therefore, giving myself absolute permission to continue to suck and or hate this thing. I can relate to this on so many different levels. And what's very challenging for most people is they come out of a job. They come from a place where they had one role, one expectation. You know, they were there to perform a job. Even, even if you're in a leadership position where you're overseeing several different responsibilities and task centers and departments or however it might have gone down in your old setting, you still have one very definable role, which has a, probably a limited amount of expectations around it. When you go into entrepreneurship and business and or a creative endeavor, when you're a trailblazer, a rule break breaker, and a rebel, <laughs> you tend to redefine all of those expectations and potentially call in to being the one to perform all of those expectations and deliver on them. And that's going to be really challenging. So of course, it's going to feel like you're sucking. Of course, there are going to be things that you like more and things that you like less, things that light you up, things that drain you. And when you're first getting started at 
anything. You are going to suck at it. You are going to be drawn to what is familiar, what is safe, where you've got proven performance. Now, it's going to take as long as it takes for you to start to feel comfortable. And you might surprise yourself in the areas that you actually enjoy once you get over the resistance of, I hate this or I suck at this. And again, I'm not like making fun of you. I'm truly making fun of me. And I'm actually going to be leading a workshop on this tomorrow. At some point, I've got to like queue up these podcasts and my workshops because they would beautifully interweave and support each other if I wasn't sucking <laughs> at my own PR. But that's okay, because both this workshop and this podcast are going to live on in perpetuity. I hope I used that right. And so you can find that on my YouTube channel and on my Instagram. Both are at the BZ channel, or you can find anything always by simply searching Nicole BZ. Obviously, I'm NicoleBZ.com. Anywho, when you say I suck at this, you are giving yourself permission to stay stuck, to continue to suck. Now, I'm going to use a couple of different examples that I'm personally experiencing right now. I think the most obvious one is like learning a new language or learning an instrument. Now, both of these have been incredibly challenging for me in my whole life. And I see some people, it feels like they can just pick up an instrument and play it, or they can literally listen to someone speaking another language and start to kind of work through their own understanding and vocabulary. And within like an hour, they're, they're having a casual conversation. And I used to say, I suck at languages. I suck at performance in terms of music. And guess what? I did. Now, and my Spanish teacher and I joke a lot about this, I often say, I'm really great at languages. It's really important for me to be able to learn Spanish. I have invested a lot of time and a lot of energy, and I'm just getting started. And the learning process is not linear. For me to expect learning to go a little bit like weightlifting, where you just kind of keep adding a little bit every day and you can see the performance very linearly to be redundant, increasing, sure, that's going to work for your fitness. Even though, I mean, fitness training isn't even a linear experience. I'm sure you can relate if you've ever trained for like a big race or a big event. Like some days for no reason, you feel like you've just gone three steps back. But I mean, I guess that does relate because that really is the learning process. And so when we let go of certain expectations about how something should look and especially around how long it should take, you get to play with this concept of do you suck at it or have you just simply not invested enough time and energy into it? The look. There's absolutely nothing wrong with staying with where you're at, with being bad at something. There's no expectations, at least from my perspective, around like being good at all of the things. But sometimes when you're taking on a completely new endeavor, like a business or potentially like a creative craft or any kind of entrepreneurial trailblazing project, you might have to wear all the hats at the beginning. And that's sort of where I digressed from in terms of coming from like corporate or just really how things have been up until now is we've really focused on just getting one thing done. But as you grow, as you expand, as you take on new projects, you're likely going to have to wear all the hats. And it might take a minute before you're able to resource effectively so that you can start to delegate. So oftentimes I find that when people suck at something, it's something they don't want to do, obviously. If you wanted to do it, you'd probably invest the time and energy into getting really good at it. But again, sometimes we just don't have that luxury. 
And so start with the things that you think you suck at, whether it's sales or admin or financial management or people management, relationship management. Why are you avoiding these activities? Do they make you feel sad? Do they make you feel stressed? You know, what is the end result in terms of how you're feeling? A fun reframe is to also then look at the things that you do really enjoy doing. Why do you enjoy doing them? Probably because you're good at it to start, but also the way they make you feel. You know, for me, engaging with people really, really lights me up. I don't think I will ever give up my one-to-one work because I fucking love working with people one-to-one. I love connecting with people to -to one-to-one. I get that in order to market and to sell effectively, I need to go one-to-many. But my whole goal is to kind of bring you into my little intimate space. And... Yeah, that's not necessarily the most sustainable business model, but that's that's what I love. Now, why is it that I love working with people? Because of the way it makes me feel. It energizes me. It makes me feel expanded. Interesting. So when I find myself avoiding my inbox, that's when I go on and on and on about emails, admin, I feel overwhelmed. I feel like I suck at it. I feel very disorganized. I feel very like stretched and pulled into a million different directions. And it makes me feel like I can't be successful at this. Okay, maybe. What's a different way of thinking about it? And email is also a way of connecting one-on-one with somebody. (laughs) And I can set up a call with them if it feels like it's something that's going to go back and forth and create actual more work. Brilliant. Now I like emails. I am also now working with somebody that I have the luxury of resourcing to support me in my email. So now it's a double whammy. I get to work one-on-one with somebody and I get to create connection one-on-one with the emails that I deem as a priority. No offense if you're waiting on an email from me. (laughs) So that leads me kind of to my next point, which is you're going to have one of three options here. And I, I really encourage you to be open to making one of these work because you're either... going to need to learn how to do this at least enough for the now. Doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be your favorite thing, but some way, somehow you're going to get to reframe these this activity or these activities in a manner that you can approach it willingly, hopefully, ideally, positively. But, you know, there's a lot of fucking work that I get to do that doesn't fucking light me up. And I sure as shit don't want to do it. So, you know, I use it I, and I talk a lot about this. So forgive me for repeating myself, but it's my Monday stuff or it's my first, uh, you know, first thing in the morning stuff or it's a batch process stuff. So, I, you know, I know twice a month I'm doing all of the um, cash flow management. But like, you know, I get to have a cup of coffee when I do that or I get to have a glass of wine because I usually leave it till the very last minute leaving things to the last minute, you know, that can actually give you a real push to get things done. Harness whatever structural assets you have to support you so that even though there are some things that you're just not going to want to do, they get done, i.e. learn what to do. Now, secondly, you can resource these activities. You can simply delegate them. If you find yourself getting super fucking drained or continually avoiding a task, get someone else to do it for you. Now, that's a whole nother probably episode in terms of how to delegate and manage effectively and set up your contractors or your team for support. And I can already hear you protesting. I've tried that and I hired them and they didn't do it. I probably shouldn't be using that voice. I don't mean to be disrespectful. I just get to hear this this protest a lot. And it's also just the same as saying, like, I hate this or I suck at this. It's simply giving you permission to continue having to do all the things. So really up to you. Obviously, there is a way to delegate. 
and train effectively because that's how organizations are built. So if you have yet to figure out an effective methodology for you, I encourage you to call me. (laughs) Just kidding. Shameless plug. But seriously, think about it differently. Approach it differently. I'll stop there. You do have that option, though, every time and always. You can't just simply resource. I'm going to share in a moment how that worked against me for a really long time because I was still approaching this activity like I hate it. So you can learn how to do it all. You can resource and delegate or you can just let it go. If it's something that you've been avoiding or hating on for this long, maybe you don't need it. Or maybe it's simply not a priority right now. Again, when you're stepping out business ownership and entrepreneurship and learning and updating your skills and blah, 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 it's an endless amount of to-dos. You cannot possibly get it all done right now. You get to choose what is most important to you. What are you going to invest in? And so if there is something that you hate or you suck at, maybe that's just not where you're going to focus your attention right now. Plan for the future. Put something on the calendar. Find a training resource. Find a mentor. Find someone that you can delegate. But if that, again, if you don't have the capacity right now, that's okay. Let it go. (laughs) Trust that it will all get done exactly what it needs to get done because that's what happens. That's how how you work. So I said I would share an example, social media. This is the most potent portal for change and evolution that I've experienced in the last six months because I hated on social media for 20 years. My entire professional career, I looked at it as a chore. I had all of this judgment around anybody that was successful on it, you know, and then as I got a little bit more pragmatic about my work, you know, I just simply made the excuse that People who are successful have entire teams around this. The only way to do this is to resource it and to delegate. And it's a it's a necessity, albeit never going to be a passion. So at first, I just avoided it. I did the very, very bare minimum. I set up a basic profile on most of the sites and I just kind of let it go. I didn't spend any time or energy on it. I didn't really even understand how to invest in this technology for myself. I was very adept at using social media on behalf of my clients and customers and buyers throughout my entire professional career. So it was really interesting when I needed to start using social media for myself and far out the excuses, the permissions to stay stuck, to continue to suck at it. They were rife. I not only have heard them all, I have said them all. Eventually, though, I I started to see my peers, people who I was working with, who I started out with, you know, gaining in leaps and bounds. And suddenly their client acquisition process was effortless. They were spending zero dollars on marketing and advertising and really only, I don't want to say minutes a day, but let's say like an hour or two a day or a couple hours a week. And the money was just coming in. And I was like, okay, uh, there is something to this. You know, fast forward, then we hit the pandemic and all of the business development activities that I was doing just simply couldn't happen. So I hired someone who was a quote unquote expert and I had a beautiful relationship with them. They were incredibly knowledgeable. I don't say quote unquote expert like to dis, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Discredit their energy and their effort. I just say that because 
like as opposed to what I perceived myself as being, which was a complete noob, <laughs> someone who sucked at social media, right? So I hired this person and they did their very best with me. I was horrible taking pictures. It took me ages to find Scott McCormick, my photographer. In terms of content, I was just repurposing blogs, which were super long and blah, 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 blah. Like it was a huge learning curve and process. None of this stuff happens overnight. And even you can hire someone who is an expert and who knows what they're doing. But if you don't know your own messaging, if you don't understand how to create and tell a compelling story about what you're doing and how you're doing it, whatever line of business then you're in, it's going to take time. And yes, you can suck at it until you don't. And no one, not even the most adept marketing and sales person is going to be able to tell your story or communicate what you offer your customer clients and buyers better than you. It's like when I worked with bands, I used to say like, no one is going to work harder for your band than you. There is only so much I can do as a manager. And that's kind of the same as I think with like content creation. Now you can't outsource your creativity, right? And the other, like my biggest challenge was, I hate this. Now, if I'm paying somebody to just simply amplify my hatred of something, guess what? It's going to suck. I suck at social media. It was this very self-fulfilling prophecy. And what shifted? So I started to see other people getting the results that I desired. That was my first ping. Like, oh, I, oh my God, you guys, I have to interrupt. There's like this massive flying bug. It's trapped behind a blind, like a curtain thing upstairs, like up on like a, a window that is super, super high up. And all I can hear it doing is buzzing around. And it's like the size of my thumb. So I have no idea what it is but it's very distracting. Okay, back to this. So I'm investing in someone else doing the thing that I hate. I'm continuing to hate it. I'm not giving her any of the time or attention she needs to be successful at her job. And I'm basically just burning money and time and energy for, for both of us. No surprise that this resource eventually burnt out. And there were a lot of factors going on. I'm, it was definitely not all me. But what that forced me then to do was make a decision. Am I going to learn how to do this? Am I going to continue to delegate or am I going to let this go? I tried delegating. It wasn't working. I tried letting it go. That wasn't me anymore. So it's time to figure this shit out. And the second I shifted my energy, the second I decided I am going to invest in this, I'm going to be really good at social media. Everything changed. And one of the other things I did was go back to what is it that I love? I love connection. I love learning about people. I love the way that it makes me feel. It energizes me. It sparks my curiosity and creativity. It gives me ample food for thought. It makes me a better coach and a better human when I am connecting with people with this true desire to support and to serve and to create impact, right? Now, social media is a pretty fucking awesome way of doing that. So now, now I get to be really great at social media, just like I am really great at languages. The Creative Confidence podcast that I released last week talks a lot about an experiment, living everything, trialing everything, especially in business as an experiment. That's been super helpful with social media, but also just really helpful in terms of overall business. When you approach everything, like let's test this, let's create a strategy Let's figure out the best way that we can make this work for ourselves. It's going to change everything. And rather than looking at metrics when you're getting started, I would challenge you to really look at how you're feeling while you're engaging in activity. Pay attention to that. If you feel good and expansive, if you can step into a really creative, curious, even intuitive space before taking action, 
just notice how does that shift what you're doing? Test it even more. Like you really don't believe me? Write out a social media post when you're feeling super stressed, like you have to, you resent the fact that this is something you need to do. Like, believe me, I know you're going to feel like that probably a lot throughout your day. Test this. Send that post. Now, copy paste that post, save it for a later date. When you are feeling totally inspired, when you are feeling like nothing could go wrong, like everything's coming up, you, like the universe is just like got your back, paste that post and send it. See if you get different metrics. It's kind of crazy when we choose to shift how we're energetically engaging in our experience. You can get the like unbelievable results by taking the exact same action if you simply choose a different thought and or a different feeling before taking that action. It's fucking wild. So here's the thing. If you think you suck at business or if you hate business, ask yourself why. Where did this come from? Where did this hatred or this expectation or even this definition of business come from? Who are you doing this for? Why did you start this? Why do you want to start a business? So often we're working towards someone else's definition of success. We have some old outdated expectation that is guiding us in our current experience and it just doesn't make sense anymore. There's no judgment around that. And oftentimes it takes like hitting a wall. That's me slapping. Maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I just saw my mic peek out. But so often we're hitting a wall because we're, we're using an outdated structure. We're using outdated expectations. Like we don't want that thing anymore, but yet we're still like working for it or towards it or I don't know. So get really curious. Why do you hate this? Where did the definition of what quote, this, I'm doing air quotes, should look like come from? What is business to you? What is this skill? Wh why should you be fucking amazing at it? If the challenge is I suck at this, why should you be good at it? Like, is it because you've been doing it for a certain amount of time? Okay. Well, have you been doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results? Maybe. That's certainly what I was doing with social media and Spanish. You know, like I finally hired a, a teacher to teach me one-on-one. -on -one. That was doing something different rather than just signing up for apps or online courses or the millions of other things I've tried in the past, putting it on my fucking goal list every year. Like, you've got to understand why am I judging this scenario or the situation or even myself? Because that judgment comes from this place of like the binary. There's a right and there's a wrong. There's a better and there's a worse. There's a good and there's a bad. Maybe, maybe there's a spectrum. Lastly, <laughs> this might be really challenging. What if you could just accept I'm going to suck at this? What if that's okay? What if in business, just like in everything else, you're going to be really good at some things and you're probably going to be really bad at other things. And then the majority, you're just going to be like average, you know, especially in the United States, being the best is God beaten over our heads and it's created so much competition and so much lack that we forget. You can actually focus on other elements that are incredibly important to you. This is where values really come into play. My partner and I are talking about this because we're about to get into a massive construction project, assuming the numbers all play out, and creating a B Corps, which is sort of a, a benevolent business structure, if you will. And it's a for-profit nonprofit, if that makes any sense. 
but also, you know, being environmentally sustainable. These are two things that we want to explore. Now, that is likely going to impact the profit margin. Business success is often defined by profitability. He was saying, you know, let, we're going to be the best and we're going to create something that is going to be unrivaled and, and no one's going to see this one coming. And I was like, OK, or maybe we can just create something that ensures every person that walks through our doors feels included and feels like they're not negatively impacting this earth. Those are those are our values that we're actually living and supporting in the moment. And maybe that's more important than making a lot of money. Maybe not. There's no there's nothing wrong with making a fuck ton of money. That might also not be being the best. That might be being the most cost efficient, being the most innovative in your efficiencies, working internationally taking advantage of some of these capitalist structures that we have. So looking at everything like a giant experiment and really trying to understand what, how will I know I've been successful when I complete this? Me, not anybody else, me slash you. Hone in on your strengths. I talked a little bit about this already, but there's a reason you enjoy the things that you enjoy. There's a reason that you're good at the things that you're good at and they make you feel a certain way. When you can harness that energy and apply it, to some of the things that maybe you can't let go and you can't resource, so they're going to get done regardless. I'd be really curious to hear how that goes for you. Another way of looking at it is like, make this experience playful. Like I said, you know, I'll reward myself after doing some of the less sexy tasks in my business, or I'll create a sexy ambiance when I'm undertaking those tasks. It makes it a little bit more fun. I'm not... I wish I were this person, but like going to a busy coffee shop or going to a bar with my computer and trying to get work done is not the best unless it's an activity that I've really, really, really been avoiding. And for some reason, even that performance factor, that accountability of just having other people around me while I have my computer, I've probably purchased a beverage of, you know, like, so I'm going to be there drinking that thing, supporting that local business. Like I'll get some work done. And it's actually a great way to lubricate <laughs> the to-do list so that's some of the things I've been avoiding or just simply I'm really great at <laughs> get done. Let go of this concept of I suck at business. Just let it fucking go. Don't say it ever again or I hate this or I hate the business of business or I hate business. If you are going to be charging money or really exchanging anything, if even if you're working on the barter system and you're exchanging your time and energy in it for someone else's time and energy, Letting go of, I don't like this, I hate this, I suck at this is going to be really powerful. The trigger, the button that is getting pushed, your definition of sucking and hate is going to tell you a lot about you. The reason you hate business or you think it's suck at business tells a lot more about you than it does the situation. So I find when people say that, it's because they're embarrassed. They think they should be really good at something. They don't like having to learn something new because it is an uncomfortable process. At the beginning of learning anything new, we're not going to be great at it. They've kind of forgotten that part of the process because they've stopped prioritizing learning. Bringing on new skills is just not something they've done in a really long time. So you have to ask yourself, are you ready to let go of this excuse? Do you want to give yourself permission to grow and to evolve? In doing so, you are likely going to be really great at learning. <laughs> Just know that if you want to give your permission, yourself permission to suck or to hate something, absolutely go for it. But what you're doing, what you're really doing is saying, I give myself permission to stay right here. I give myself permission not to try. I give myself permission to let this go. That's empowering. But hating something, sucking at something, that's telling you a story about yourself that is 
disempowering. That externalizes your experience. The last thing I have to say about sucking or hating at something is your boundaries. This is where you get to learn how to resource yourself effectively. This is why if something's just been pushed to the bottom of your to-do list after three or four weeks, take it off. Let it go. Why are you attached to this thing? Or why are you pretending that you're ever going to get this thing done? Oh, it's really important. Okay, then set some fucking boundaries for yourself and get it done. Give yourself an hour to focus on it. And if it doesn't happen, look at that. Why not? I wish that business was the way that social media presented it. Like it's all flow. And I mean, fuck, I talk about flow and fun and freedom, right? But I also talk about how it's the discipline and in the discipline that I found my freedom. I woke up at 3.30 this morning to get these podcasts done because I know my week's going to spin out. I'm traveling again. I just finished from traveling. I've, that's my freedom. I get to travel because sometimes I get to wake up fucking early and get shit done. And it's a focused effort. And if it doesn't get done, I have to ask myself, well, am am I willing to prioritize this? Am I willing to say no to something so I can say yes to this? And if I'm not, that's cool. I'm not going to beat myself up over it or feel bad about it. That is the biggest waste of energy ever. So what and who has access to you? (laughs) This includes your predatory thoughts. Judgment does not have access to me any longer. Someone judging me does not have access to me any longer. I'm aware that that might be occurring. I'm just not going to give it any energy. I'm not going to invest any of my own time or effort into dealing with that judgment. If I'm going to feel guilty, resentful, angry, bitter about something, cool. That's, That's amazing. That's amazing information. What is the story I am telling myself about that experience? Actually, this is, I'm going to share this processing with you in real time. I've been going through that a lot in the last couple of weeks. There's a couple of people in my experience. And if you're listening to this, this, please don't personalize this. Because again, this is all about me, not you. And you've offered me some really amazing learning opportunities. But there's a couple of people who I have invested very heavily in their mentorship and guidance. And the way that they do business is different than the way I do business. They have made some commitments and promises, told me that things were going to happen in a certain amount of time, and they just didn't. Now, my response to this was feeling abandoned, was feeling jealous of the attention they're giving the other people that they're working with. Okay, I don't like how that feels. That's bitter right? That's resentful. And I'm very aware of how draining those energies can be. So rather than blame them, which was very obvious, that was the most obvious choice available. And I'm not wrong. They're not upholding expectations that were discussed and agreed upon. But here's the thing. That just is what it is. It doesn't mean anything about them or about me. And the story that I was telling myself is I am lesser than. I am not important. I am being left behind. I am being rejected. Not fucking true. Like not even a little bit true. These are incredibly successful, incredibly busy people who are experts at what they do. They know exactly how to manage their time and their clients and their commitments. And where I fall into that is not up to me. And it doesn't say anything about me. That story is very, very old. 
That comes from not even my childhood. That comes from my own upbringing and caretakers from their experiences, from their experiences of being abandoned, of being rejected, of feeling lesser than. And that was then passed down to me. And guess what? I've replayed that over and over and over and over again. So this is my opportunity to break that pattern, pattern interrupt. Those stories, that judgment, that feeling of abandonment, that does not get access to me anymore. And from there, I can go, whoo, cool. You double book your schedule all the goddamn time, BZ. Like, it doesn't say, all that says is you're fucking successful. And you love to say yes to things. And you have really big ideas. And there's only so many hours in a day. It's cool. We'll figure this all out, right? So examine those predatory thoughts. That the sucking at something or the hating of something is often a result of you defending yourself so that you don't have to feel the trigger of that story that you're telling. Reclaim your truth. Reclaim the wisdom of your experience, the knowing in right now. You didn't start this to suck at it. When you start, you might suck because that's how starting goes. <laughs> like, I can't think of anything that goes smoothly the first time around and at the beginning. And like, at me with that. I would love to hear your thoughts. I would love to hear how this has provoked you, how this has triggered you, how this has gotten your wheels spinning. Feel free to DM me, to email me, to write a shitty review or a glowing positive review. Once again, NicoleBZ.com. You can find me on socials at the BZ channel. Hello at NicoleBZ. I am here for you. Let me make your life easier. Thank you so much for listening. All the love. I truly do love you. 